2: accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education.
1: Visit Summerweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at SummerWeedHealthCenter.com. And remember,
2: be smart, be
1: safe, and and educate. educate. Welcome to Read Day Wednesday, everybody. For the bestie, oh, Lord, we're to the tail end of August. All right, who wants to guess how many days until Christmas? Anyone? Come on, you don't even want to know. 17 days until Christmas. Don't mind me, I'm going to check the cinnamon rolls. Hold on, listen to our group too. Maybe you want to check the cinnamon rolls. Check out the cinnamon rolls in. the house. Check out the cinnamon rolls in the house. There
3: should be a problem right there. Get it? Pot? Folder? Oh, my lord.
1: weekday Wednesday, everybody. Uh, I better. Well, not gonna touch those. I went on my little vlog this morning, and my earbuds are in my pocket. And if I move slightly, they're gonna come out, and it's gonna mess the entire show up. Something's gonna mess the entire show up, anyway. Don't do it. Don't do it. Ah. Let's see. It's only a million degrees in uh, Tucson right now. What is it? What's our temperature right now? Ooh. A million. A million. Five, what? Eighty-eight. Oh my God, I got it. Yep, 88 to excessive heat warning is what I got. 80, 88 feels like 108. Basically how that goes. Lordy me, it is hot. That is not a lion, that's mountain lion. That should say mountain lion war, not lion. You expect to hear the MGM, you know, that one. That's a lion war. Something doesn't sound quite like a line roar. Well, thank you for tuning in to Weed's Day Wednesday. Our apologies. Our guest had to um, postpone this morning, not a cancellation, just a postponement, so we will have this um, post on very soon again. Um, all right, Weed's Day Wednesday, Bell Star, Silver Sister, Cannabis Kids, MIA again. We don't know where he is. Uh, yeah, that's about right. we Uh, So wherever you are, if you want to call in, please do so at 646-915-8421 so you can talk about all things cannabis. Uh Uh-oh. One of our high school teachers passed away, um, Mr. Richards, and uh, the besties are chiming in about that this morning. It's hard when one of your teachers passes away, start bringing up all sorts of memories and, um, you know. It's just a sad, Mr. Richmond. Sorry, not Richard. Mr. Richmond. Anyway, condolences to the Richmond family. He, everybody loved him as a teacher. It was really funny He inspired people, and that's one of the reasons one of my besties is a teacher today because of him. So I didn't, I didn't get to have him as a teacher. I had some staunchy old English guy, but I learned a lot from him. And I read The Pearl, and I read uh, The Great Gatsby, and um, um. The other one. Uh, what was the, the the book about? There was a guy that put out people as the game. And he would hunt them. Um, uh, what was that called? Anyway, that was a crazy one. I read Edgar Allan Poe. He actually got me to 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 read some things, which is not an easy thing for me to do. It took me a long time, but he let me just go at my own. The cover had pictures. <laughs> Oh, and the pearl I think did have pictures inside. Yeah, the actual pearl from 19 whatever, way back in the 1900s. Yeah. So anyway, I forget his name though. But think about that high school learning lesson quite a bit. All right. Anywho, 117 days until Christmas. Where are the Christmas bells? Oh, you hid them because you can't face the reality that in 116 days you'll be flipping out. That's not. For like less than four months oh okay. quit it I, hate that. I don't know what the heck this phone is doing I don't know what the update these updates are ridiculous all right so we'd say Wednesday you for tuning in all my are shutting down right now because it's ridiculous if you live in air anywhere in air, it's the great state of Arizona please come on down to or call in zoom in Google in to Tumbleweeds Health Center com. Uh, come get certified. There's been a mad rush of certifications lately. I think we're coming up on a lot of people's two years that really uh, want their cards renewed because they don't want to pay the fees and a lot of people like the legal protection and the landlord protection um, but <clears throat> and we're still waiting to see if the bill passes to make everything cheaper for everybody but uh, don't hold your breath. We're waiting until November. I think that's probably when things are happening. Um, so if you want to get certified in this great state and you want to know what you can get certified for, go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com or just listen up. PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, which covers everything, fibromyalgia, migraines, IBS, all pains, except they have to be 60 days or older. You have to be, that's what the state considers chronic. Severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, dementia, uh, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. You are eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or a debilitating disease or medical condition, or just a treatment for a chronic or debilitating medical disease or condition that causes any of the above ailments
3: Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona Medical Marijuana Card.
1: Give us a call. 838-4430-520. You know, just bring them over here. Um, We're getting ready to eat some um, cinnamon rolls. They're really good. I know I'm probably making you hungry. I've got some jasmine tea getting uh, heated up here, except I don't think I brought over my little cup to get rid of it. Um, all right, so let's see what's going on in the weed world today.
0: Weed world.
1: Uh, anyone been to any uh, dispensaries or had any experiences um, they want to discuss out there? 646 918 421 And you can chat with us live. Or just email tucson at gmail.com. We'd love to your experiences. These things are changing hands so fast, it's hard to know who owns what. Um, I, personally, I still go to Desert Blue, um, uh, uh, dispensary to go to. It's close-ish. Um, there are nice ones in your neighborhood, so, uh, you can go there, and you just check it out. Whatever you like, you like. Oh, um, woohoo, thanks. Ha-ha. Uh, all right, we're going to have cinnamon rolls, and then we're going to talk about some, uh, ooh cannabis all right let's see what's going on give us a
0: second here to bust open our sim rolls our chronic conditions holding you back from a happy healthy life get on the right track with tumbleweeds health center our cbd products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle i would definitely say that cbd has changed my life i mean i don't worry about my dog anymore and i don't worry about sleeping anymore Tumbleweed's Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweed's Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way.
1: All right. Sorry about that, kids. I just needed a bite. It's just something you got to have. When you're cooking fresh cinnamon rolls, you got to get the sauce on top ASAP. And you can lick it. <laughs> Good luck trying to get that closed up. Yep. Just pure sugar and carbs. Silver sister's favorite, absolute favorite thing. She probably won't eat anything for the next three days. This is going to be her meal. Sugar and carbs. Sugar and carbs. Sugar in the morning for life. For life. Sugar and carbs for life. All right. Let's see what's going on. And in... we. Oh, oops. Got some on the. Couch. Boy, I need a new couch. This is ridiculous. I spilled coffee yesterday on the couch. (laughs) And this is why I can't have nice things. All right, let's see what's happening here. What's going on in Arizona news? I keep moving my sections here. Cannabis um, significantly improves anxiety, depression, and fatigue. The appeals court rules gun ban on cannabis users is unconstitutional. Let's check that out. Yeah, Yeah, I know you guys are going to like that one. So let's see what's going on. With our Constitution. Because you guys are the ones that set it up. I'm not saying. All right? (laughs) You didn't know the weed smokers were going to come and get you. All right. A federal appeals court has ruled that the ban preventing cannabis consumers from possessing firearms is unconstitutional. There you have it, folks. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit cited a 2022 Supreme Court ruling that says any firearm restrictions must be consistent with the historical context of the Second Amendment's original 1791 ratification. 1791, folks, this is how far we've come. We're still quoting laws from 1791. Judges said that the federal government's attempts to establish a historical analog to the marijuana gun ban fell short, quote, throughout American history, laws have regulated the combination of guns and intoxicating substances, the appeals court said, but at no point in the 18th or 19th century did the government disarm individuals who used drugs or alcohol at one time from possessing guns at another. In short, our history and tradition may support some limits on an intoxicated person's right to carry a weapon but it does not justify disarming a sober citizen based exclusively on his or her past drug usage quote the opinion written by US circuit judge Jerry Smith said quote nor do more generalized traditions of disarming dangerous persons support this restriction on nonviolent drug users quote well there you have it so i guess we can have guns every well look at they show what is this what the heck kind of a gun is that that they're showing in the picture there what is that
0: it's
1: a, it's an ar i think ar of sorts let's look i don't know is, is, it, gen, gen, is it from the movies i don't
0: know
1: well what is that? It's, a, it's an assault yeah. rifle of sorts it just keeps going and going and going oh it's got a magazine Not the kind you read. (laughs) Not even the kind you read. Oh, Arizona adult use marijuana sales dropped to the lowest since the start. See what's going on. Yeah, because they're coming back to get their med cards because you guys are ripping them off. (laughs) Arizona's marijuana market trended downward in May according to the latest numbers released by the Arizona Department of Revenue, as adult use recreational sales dipped to 82.9 million, while medical cannabis sales dropped to just 28.3 million, the lowest since recreational sales began in 20, uh, January 2021. Medical sales have declined consistently since reaching a peak of 73.3 million in April 2021. By July of that year, medical cannabis Sales dropped below 40 million for the first time. The market has never recovered since September of 2022. Medical sales have hovered around 30 million. The recreational market has nearly tripled those figures for several months in 2023, and the trend has continued to the most recent report. Recreational sales were initially estimated at more than 100 million in March, but ADOR uh, revised that total down by 1 million in May that at the time at the same time and increased estimated sales in April from 86.5 million to 90.1 million doesn't sound like anything is going lower it doesn't sound like these are lower numbers either huh um, since recreational sales began 29 months ago the medical market has sold 1.4 billion in product while the recreational side has surpassed 2 billion in sales the Smart and Safe Arizona Act, which voters approved in 2020, legalized marijuana possession and use for adults over the age of 2021. The first time combined medical and recreational sales hit the $100 million mark was in March 2021, when medical sales were slightly more than 73 million. And recreational hit 59 million. Since then, overall cannabis sales have topped 100 million every month. The last time recreational and medical sales were anywhere near equal was October 21 when adult use sales were $65.8 million and medical sales were $64.4 million. Taxes collected on recreational sales in May were $13.3 million and the total for both programs was $15.6 million. The state collects a 16% excise tax on recreational sales in addition to the standard sales tax. Medical patients pay roughly 6% in state sales tax and local jurisdictions charge an additional 2% or so for all marijuana sales. The excise tax on adult use marijuana sales has yielded about $182.3 million so far in 2023. In 2021, recreational cannabis generated 32.9 for 11 months of sales, and in 2022, that number jumped to 132.8 million. Since the program launched, the state has collected more than 348 million dollars in marijuana excise taxes. 348 million dollars. And what have you done with it? That's what I would really, really like to know. What have you done with that money? Besides, you took away the literature, the very nice literature that you sent, that you used to send us about the program and updates and Interesting articles and medical articles and how to do this and that. And then he took away the nice little pretty little cards that you used to send us in the mail. Why? You have 348 million dollars sitting in an account somewhere, and you can't bother to send out a little medical card? Come on, guys. Wrong. One third of those taxes are dedicated to community college and provisional community college districts. I'm going to go see if I can take classes on my marijuana uh, money. That's a lot of money. 31% is going to public safety, including police, fire, fire departments, fire districts, and fire responders. 25% is going to the Arizona Highway User Revenue Fund, and 10% to the Justice Reinvestment Fund, which is dedicated to providing public health services, counseling, job training, and other social services for communities that have been adversely affected and disproportionately impacted by marijuana arrests and criminalization. The Arizona Department of Health Services reports that, as of July, there were 126,938 qualifying patient cardholders, down from 127,288 in May, and less than half of the um, 299,54,000 qualifying patients reported in January 2021 at the beginning of recreational sales. Through July, Arizona medical cannabis consumers have purchased 4,620.7 pounds of marijuana in various forms. The total for June was 4,761.85 pounds of marijuana. That
0: is crazy. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way.
1: That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. And like we said, it's good to get your card, Um, especially if you're going to carry a gun. I know you can have them. I know you can do the job. (laughs) I know you can get the job. Can you do the job? I wanted to make you assistant manager, Joe. (laughs) If you haven't seen Joe versus Volcano, go see it. It's awesome. At any rate, it's good to have your medical card. Especially if you own a gun, um, it's always good to have protection. Not and not in the form of a gun, legal protection. But <laughs> up. All right. Let's see what's going on in the world. We give a call six four six nine one five eight four two one if you want to call in, make some comments, suggestions, tell a joke. We love jokes. Come tell tell a joke. New York Supreme Court judge lists injunction for small number of cannabis licenses. Mm-hmm. Only 30 cannabis licenses are now free to proceed after a temporary halt, but more than 400 are still forced to sit and wait. Let's see why read more. All right. New York. Sorry, kids snacky today must be the week.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. All right. Um, New York Supreme Court uh, Justice Judge Kevin Bryant recently lifted a temporary injunction that previously halted approval for any state cannabis license on August 25th. However, only 30 licenses are currently affected by the decision compared to the statewide total of more than 400 applications that are still on hold. Quote, As such, those licenses identified by the Office of Cannabis Management will be deemed exempt from the injunction, Bryant said about his decision. Those 30 licenses were labeled, quote, ready to open, quote, by both the Cannabis Control Board and the city in which they will operate. According to a 611 News report, applicants could potentially become exempt from the injunction if they need their dispensary income to help them financially, The judges quote the judges uh, August 18 order outlined certain factors, and our job as attorneys representing C A U R D licenses, cur- CURD licenses, huh? Yeah. It yeah, card licenses, is to ensure that our clients are protected and that they fit within an exemption. So we need to work to make sure they're in line with the judge's order," said conditional adult use retail dispensary card attorney, uh, George Luis Vasquez, Jorge, Uh, in response to Bryant's most recent decision, the Office of Cannabis Management issued a statement regarding exemptions for those provisional licensees. Quote, while today's ruling is a disappointment, we are committed to working with the Cannabis Control Board to find a way forward that does not derail our efforts to bring the most equitable cannabis market in the nation to life in the nation in the world and beyond the lawsuit began on August 2nd when a group of military veterans introduced the lawsuit against the Office of Cannabis Management OCM and New York Cannabis Control Board claiming that those agencies did not set up a properly working cannabis industry as stated in the state's card license state officials prioritized quote justice involved quote applicants over disabled veteran applicants. The Marijuana Regulation and Taxation Act was originally signed in March 2021 by former Governor Andrew Cuomo and includes a list of five social and economic equity groups that would receive priority for a cannabis license. Distressed farmers, individuals who live in areas disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs, minority-owned businesses, service-disabled veterans, and women-owned businesses. The lawsuit includes Carmine Fiore, who served eight years in the Army and National Guard, Dominic Spacio, who spent six years in the Air Force, William Norgard, a former Army veteran, and Steve Mejia, with six years spent in the Air Force, who are represented by attorneys Brian Thomas Burns, Selby Lee Jason, Patrick Joseph Smith, and Clark Smith Villazor. Well, I think it's required you have to have, you have to use all three of your names in it. (laughs) According to plaintiff Fiore, he and other veterans helped get cannabis legalized, but now are being denied an opportunity to take part in the state's legal industry and, quote, cast aside for a separate agenda, quote, Fiore told uh, CBS News quote, from the beginning, our fight has always been for equal access to this new and growing industry, a joint statement from our four veterans said, quote, we look forward to working with the state and the court to open the program to all eligible applicants, quote. As a result, Judge Bryant issued an injunction on August 7th that prevented the New York Office of Cannabis Management from approving licenses for any new cannabis stores temporarily. In a hearing on August 18th, Brian extended the injunction and said that, card program is in, quote, legal jeopardy, quote, and predicted that the OCM's decision not to award licenses to the veteran defendants caused, quote, reputable harm, quote. Clark Smith Viazor released a statement on LinkedIn in response to Brian's decision uh, last week in a ruling today in favor of, of Clark Smith's uh via Zor LLP's for service disabled veteran client seeking to enter New York's nascent retail marijuana industry, a New York State Supreme Court justice, justice issued a preliminary injunction that largely halts the processing of allegedly unconstitutional conditional adult use retail dispensary licenses in the canvas industry. Quote The firm Wrote about the ruling on August eighteenth. Quote in a sixteen-page decision. Decision. Seashell, <laughs> seashell by the seashore. Uh, Justice Kevin Bryant found that CSV's uh, <clears throat> clients presented persuasive and compelling authority that the state regulators failed to follow the clear language of the applicable legislation by failing to open the retail dispensary application period to everyone at the same time, including to priority groups like service-disabled veterans. Currently, only 23 licensed cannabis stores are open for business in New York, and the decision has altered all progress and is negatively impacting cannabis owners across the state. Last week, CEO of ConBud, Koff uh, March, told High Times how prior to cannabis legalization in New York, 94% of cannabis-related arrests, including Black and Latino residents, Uh, Quote, we've paid our dues. We've done the time. And if there's one thing we hope for uh, the world and the court to know, it's that like cannabis, we're here for good and we're here to stay. We had the opportunity to be heard and to fight on behalf of all of our fellow CURD licensees who will experience irreparable harm if they they are barred from operating their businesses. And we are confident and hopeful that The court wants a swift resolution that honors the original promises made to justice-impacted license holders. The Cannabis Control Board is set to hold a meeting September 12th to vote on state licensing regulations. I want this to be as easy as possible. I don't want to waste unnecessary time, Bryant said, who also scheduled the next hearing of the case for September 15th. Well, we wish you luck and that's uh that's a rightful lawsuit right there why didn't they start everybody at the same time you know we always start at the same time <laughs> <laughs>
2: Into my house, like what up, I got some good pot, I'm just pumped up, got some herb from the pot shop, ice in my fridge, it used to be frosty, my friends like, damn that's a stone ass donkey, rolling in hella hot, looking like it's a of time, dominating all my friends, as I eat some chili fries, draped in a smuggy with my girl sitting next to me, probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of ice. hypocrite, you used to smoke weed. Boo. I'm gonna drunk some weed, only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a run, looking for a fight shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to hold over. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate
1: drugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. All right, welcome back to Weed's Day Wednesday. Oh, now all the besties are talking about all the other teachers they love. <laughs> And here comes, yeah, I wasn't accurate in, at math in school. But that's why I'm not accurate now. Not, I'm not an accurate math person. It's not my forte. Okay. Remember, 117 days until Christmas, in case you were wondering. Boy, that, go, that went fast this year, huh? They say that every year, but this year seemed to just, like, go mm-hmm. whoosh, stupid. September, October, November. There's four months left, which means in just a few days, I get to put out the Halloween decorations. <laughs> oh, that's true. I'm just, you know, I got to get a little bit out every week. A couple things out every week. Cause I have a lot. I have a lot of Halloween decorations. And I got three more animatronics last year on sale. <laughs> I got them all for the price of one. He he got to love, uh, at Halloween on the, the last couple nights when they're like, everything's like 80, 90% off. I got the big barking dog that jumps out of you. I just wasn't expecting to have nine kittens. <laughs> oh, they're going to love it. All right. Let's see what else is going on. Welcome to Weeds Day Wednesday, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you to Tumbleweeds Health Center and the leaf at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard, Broadway and Wilmot. Get on down there. There's some groovy new things down there. Silver Sister keeps us stocked with fun new products, so get on down there. Um, We always have a lot of comments when people come in and tumbleweeds about the cool pipe collection we have and how it's unique and a lot, mostly handmade. We try not to buy that Chinese stuff that we bought from the very beginning. We try to buy local now, mostly local, mostly loco. Um so come on down to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard you can get certified and see, oh and see some of these uh cool pipes and things and uh if you want to know what you can get certified for you can go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com Center dot com or you can just listen uh book of your appointment right there there's a groovy little book appointment button uh it looks like a little wooden step until you click it then it's like this wine color <laughs> Um, If you have one of these conditions, you can get a medical card, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, dementia. Cohexia, wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. If you didn't hear your particular ailment on there, but you're taking something that's causing that particular problem, uh, one of those problems, you can get your medical card.
3: If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card.
1: That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430 um all right what else is going on in the world let's see here arizona let's see what's going on in our state in our great state what else is happening uh besides guns <laughs> and weeds dropping hmm. um okay let's see uh cannabis significantly improves anxiety depression and fatigue i think we talked about the dispensary opening boy you guys are just noisy this morning all the, all this noise from the Bessies that they just got going. They must have all just got their coffee. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we talked about MasterCard and how they, they're blocking cannabis transactions. That's not good. All right, talk about how helpful cannabis is then because our banking system isn't. <laughs> but our banking system does cause anxiety, depression, fatigue, fear, all sorts of crap. People diagnosed with anxiety and or post-traumatic stress, PTSD, uh, respond favorably to cannabis treatment, according to observational study data uh, published in the Journal of Pharmacy Technology. This is a, kind of a strange photo to put on here. Yeah. Okay. For this article, yes, this lady hiding in the bushes of weeds. Strange. Little bear. There's little bear. A team of Australian investigators assess the safety and efficacy of oral cannabinoid formulations, either tinctures or capsules containing various ratios of THC and CBD in 198 patients with anxiety disorders. Uh, Let's see if we can just, oh, uh, maybe we can mute that for just a minute. Um, Oh, nope. (laughs) Nope, can't do it. Forget about it. Um, Oh, I know how I can just kind of make it there, so there we go. There, it's just kind of there. Okay, um, <clears throat> 198 patients. Uh, the median doses consumed by study participants were 50 milligrams a day for CBD and 4.4 4 milligrams a day for THC. That's that's pretty high CBD. Hi, she's saying hi. Uh, Researchers reported, reported, quote, the total participant sample reported significantly improved anxiety, depression, fatigue, and ability to take part in social roles and activities, quote. Among the subset of subjects diagnosed specifically with uh, post-traumatic stress, cannabis therapy similarly, quote, improved anxiety, depression, fatigue, and social abilities, quote, with CBD-dominant formulations exhibiting the greatest efficacy. The most common adverse uh, events experienced by participants were dry mouth, uh, somnolence, and fatigue. What's somnolence? Huh? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Sleepiness. The findings are consistent with those of recent observational studies from the UK, the United Kingdom, which similarly showed that cannabis therapy was safe and effective for patients with generalized anxiety and PTSD. Yep, that's what everybody's finding, but I still don't like this picture. Ah. Uh, Well, um, and that's a good dose, 50 milligrams of CBD. And then um, 4.4 milligrams of THC, which is a nice little, that's a good little little dosage. You're not going to get trashed, but you are going to be, well, apparently they were more productive and uh, happy air, healthy votes. All right, let's see. Um, uh-oh. Ron DeSantis confirms he would not legalize adult use if elected president warns of fentanyl lace pot. Oh, my God. I know, what decade are you in? Oh, did you hear about this? Tennis star catches wind of pot smells at the U.S. Open. The smell, oh, my gosh, Maria Sakari said. Oh, Lord, this was all, have you heard about this one yet? This was all the thing. Oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, marijuana at the U.S. Open? Oh, got it. Yeah, look at that. All my blood coming out right there, you little... Oh, yeah, and now it's on me. Ugh. Sorry, folks. That mosquito has been eating me for the last 45 minutes. All right, not anymore. Last bite, I hope, it's a good one. Of course it was. It was me. <laughs> the U.S. Open is not played on grass, but there was apparently still plenty of green on Monday as the year's final tennis Grand Slam began in New York. <laughs> On the women's side, the eighth-seeded um, Maria Sakari lost in an opening round upset to the unseeded Spaniard Rebecca Masarova in straight sets, a match that the Greek Sakari let slip away. Leading 4-1 to one over Mas- Masarova in the first set, Sakari reportedly complained to the chair umpire about a distinct smell that Lingered over the court. It was weed, Zakari said after the match, as quoted by the Associated Press. Zakari never won another game in that set, ultimately losing in straight 6 4 6 4 to Masarova. Quote, the smell, oh my gosh, I think it's from the park, Zakari said. <laughs> the U.S. Open held annually in Flushing, Queens. Unfolds in a very different setting than most tennis tournaments. Nearby subway trains can be clearly heard inside the venues, and the area also some also home to the New York Mets stadium and a park attracts plenty of uh, revelers. Since 2021, when recreational marijuana was legalized in New York, the familiar odor of cannabis has also become a part of the U.S. Open experience. Well, why not? I think it would help her concentrate better. Maybe relax more. Be more focused on the game. And she's going to blame weed because she lost. (laughs) Last year's Open, Australian men's player Nick uh, Kierigos also noted the aroma during his second round match. You don't want to remind anyone not to do it or anything, um, he said to the umpire in the match, which he won in four sets. See? This guy won his set. After the match... Nick said that the smell is a hindrance for him on the court. People don't know that I'm a heavy asthmatic, so when I'm running side to side and struggling to breathe already, it's probably not something I want to be breathing in between points, he said. CNN reported at the time that the umpire in Nick's match, quote, reminded fans to refrain from smoking around the court as play got back to underway. CNN <laughs> reported, uh, oh, Sakari, for her for her part, Oops, did not have... Many complaints about the smell and downplayed its role in her loss on Monday. I'm sure you did. You don't really think about it because all you care is to win the match, she said, as quoted by the Associated Press. I smelled it, but that was it. Like, it wasn't something that I paid attention to. Sometimes you smell food. Sometimes you smell cigarettes. Sometimes you smell weed. She said, I mean, it's something we cannot control because we're in an open space. There's a park behind us. People can do whatever they want. (laughs) The USTA Billie Jean King National Tennis Center, which plays host of the U.S. Open every year, has a strict policy against smoking on the grounds. Quote, refrain from smoking as this is a smoke-free environment, reads the venue's code of conduct. Adult use marijuana was made legal in the Empire State in 2021 when Andrew Cuomo signed a bill into law ending the prohibition. The law immediately enabled adults aged 21 and older to toke up wherever smoking is prohibited. Oh, but Cuomo's successor, Kathy Hochul, Hochul, signed a bill into law last year that limits where New Yorkers can get high. The bill explicitly prohibited smoking in all state-owned beaches, boardwalks, marinas, playgrounds, recreational centers, and group camps. (laughs) Quote, smoking is a dangerous habit, That affects not only the smoker, but everyone around them, including families and children enjoying our state's great public places, Hochul said in a statement after signing the bill. Quote, I'm proud to sign this legislation that will protect New Yorkers' health and help reduce litter in public parks and beach across the state. I will tell you one thing, Ms. Hochul, you will not find litter anywhere around a weed smoker because, A, they're never going to drop their weed, i.e. in the form of a joint, because they will smoke it to the very last end, and B – they will eat the heck out of that candy bar wrapper if they think there's more chocolate attached to it, and then they'll throw it away. So don't you even think there's litter involved there. We got you, Hochul. Hochul. Um, Hochul's office explained at the time that, quote, municipalities and local governments already have restrictions or bans on smoking in public places. This additional penalty will enforce a statewide prohibition and includes a fine that will be collected by localities. Well, in addition to the health risks posed by secondhand smoke, cigarette butts are a major environmental hazard. Well, these aren't cigarette butts due to the non-biodegradable filters that are discarded. They are the leading item found during cleanup projects. Through this prohibition, parks and beaches will be kept cleaner and safer, as will our local ecosystems, the governor's office explained in the press release issued at the time. has nothing to do with cigarettes, you dork. First of all, like I said, A, we, we smoke our joints to the and then we save them and then we like eat it <laughs> or we put it in a pipe and we smoke the rest of that shit or we bake it or we put it in a put it in a cupcake <laughs> give it to granny under the new law which applies both to smoking tobacco and cannabis violators will be subject to a 50 dollars fine new york's legal cannabis market officially launched late last year with the opening of a dispensary in the east village neighborhood of manhattan Under the state's marijuana law, the first 1 to 200 dispensary license holders will be individuals with prior pot-related convictions. Oh, my God. Seriously, I don't understand how rewarding somebody for getting busted for doing something wrong is is the way to reward somebody because it certainly leaves everybody who's done something right out. (laughs) So vice versa here, you should be giving all the licenses away to everybody qualified at the same time, not just convicted criminals, get the first 200 licenses? Um, is the mafia and the mob, are they back involved in this? What's going on here? Quote, New York State is taking history, launching a first of its kind approach to the cannabis industry that takes a major step forward in fighting the wrongs of the past, said last year. The regulations advanced by the Cannabis Control Board today will prioritize local farmers and entrepreneurs, creating jobs and opportunity for communities that have been left out and left behind. I'm proud New York will be a national model for the safe, equitable, and inclusive industry we are now building. Oh, my Lord. Sounds like you need to...
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're
1: excluding a massive amount of your, you know, 99% of your population, but you're proud that it's inclusive because you're not inclusive. Oh, Lord. Folks, you know, I've been watching a lot of these Netflix documentaries just about everything from OxyContin to uh, scandals in our makeup marketplace and our uh, e-cigarette vaporizing marketplace. Holy cow. You want to watch something about e-cigarettes and that industry and vaporizers and things like that? It's called Broken. And it's the second one in, um, but the the makeup one was really it really freaked me out. So buy good makeup, kids. If you're putting makeup on your face, men and women, buy good makeup. Especially the drag queens, they put so much on. Seriously, guys, and gals. come on, put it put it on the good stuff. Get the Revlon, get the L'Oreal, because they're doing the testing. Hopefully, it's not the animals. But um, apparently, they've got better products in their products. It's not like horse pee pee or, you know, heavy metals which make your lips shiny and, uh, you know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta do what you gotta do. Until one product I was watching. I know we veered a little, but it's all in the way of uh, (laughs) science. Yeah, science. One of the lipstick products put super glue in their product to make the lips shiny. And, well, you know what happens when you put two substances together that have super glue on them? They stick together. So does this lady's lips. She started to panic. You know, tried not to. She only had her nose to breathe through. So how do you not panic when you're hyperventilating and ended up in the hospital and this and that and not a good situation. Either the death of these mosquitoes that are about to happen again. Jeez Louise, this is. A, I feel like I'm in a swamp, of Louisiana or something. Lord, Lord. Oh, Missouri foster parents can now legally possess, grow cannabis in their home. All right, Missouri, speaking of swamps, I mean, I'm not saying, is that Barbie? Oh, okay. Uh, Foster parents in Missouri can now legally possess and grow cannabis in their homes. This news uh, results from an emergency rule the State Department of Social Services filed last week. However, of course, there are guidelines. (laughs) Foster parents must store their cannabis, put your weed in it, in a manner So as to be inaccessible to children, the rule says, and don't think of lighting up around kids, consuming cannabis in a method that releases smoke or vapor is still prohibited inside the home. So duck outside to light your joint. Wow, Missouri, these caveats aren't unheard of. Rather, they follow similar guidelines for how one must store prescribed medication. Alcohol matches if a foster parent chooses to grow, the law states they must do so, quote, in an enclosed locked facility, quote, as defined by law. Thanks to the passage of this new law, foster parents can now legally participate in cannabis just like everyone else. Back in November 2022, Missouri voters passed a ballot initiative, Amendment 3, to legalize and regulate marijuana for adults 21 and older. Amendment 3 allows purchasing and possessing up to three ounces of cannabis. After registering, one can legally grow up to six mature plants for personal use. So they can't start out as babies. They have to just start out as, or right. get out to the swamps, get those mature plants, and go. Right. However, rip them out. The newly passed legislation barred foster parents of about 14,000 children from participating. Ooh. Missouri adopted the changes to the law, which addresses, quote, physical and environmental standards, quote, for foster care on an emergency basis as the current guidelines clash with the uh, approved constitutional amendment. There you go, right back to the Constitution. According to a statement attached to the rules text, quote, Rule 13, CSR 35-60.040, presently provides that foster parents shall not use or possess marijuana or marijuana-infused products, quote. It reads, quote, a regulation that conflicts with the Missouri Constitution is invalid, quote. Following emergency rule guidelines, the change expires on February 23, 2024, based on what Caitlin Wally, social service spokesperson, shared with the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. The changes are meant to protect the foster children. Quote, this is to protect a foster child from the hazards of secondhand smoke. Quote, Wally said. Foster parents may smoke marijuana and tobacco outside the premises, but not in a vehicle while transporting a foster child and not in the presence of a foster child. Last year, researchers at the University of Mississippi published a study that suggests cannabis legalization leads to at least a 10% drop in foster care admissions. Quote, Our most conservative estimates imply that legalization causes at least a 10% decrease in total emissions to foster care, with larger effects in years further after legalization and free admissions into foster care due to specific, specific child welfare concerns, the authors of the research concluded. But if cannabis were legal federally, as a result, there would be hundreds of millions of dollars in estimated cost savings for foster care systems yearly. The authors analyzed data from the Adoption and Foster Care Analysis Reporting System from 2000 to 2017 and other sources. Their findings showed that while there were unremarkable differences between states pre-cannabis legalization, foster care placements gradually decreased in states that enacted the reform. Quote, legalization may impact foster care admissions directly by changing the welfare of a child or indirectly by changing policies and attitudes towards marijuana in the home. They wrote, quote, direct, uh, direct effects may rise because marijuana use itself causes behaviors that affect child welfare or because it changed the likelihood of using other drugs. Marijuana moment reports. The study published in the Journal of Economic Inquiry additionally examined what those declines would mean regarding economic impact, additional Previous research suggests that a single foster care placement costs an average of $25,000. The latest study found that legalizing cannabis on a national level would reduce the financial burden of the foster care system by about $675 million annually. Quote, we also find that placements due to physical abuse, parental neglect, and parental incarceration decrease after legalization, providing evidence that Legalization reduces substantive threats to child welfare, welfare, although the precise mechanism behind these effects is unclear, the authors conclude. State Auditor Republican Scott Fitzpatrick began an investigation into Missouri's cannabis program to probe into whether regulators are operating in a manner that is efficient, accountable, and transparent. Um whining that cannabis provisions, quote, now make up more than one-fifth of the language in our state constitution. Missouri Independent reports, this is the latest foray into the insight of a heavy criticized program which draws scrutiny from both state lawmakers and federal law enforcement in addition to simply trying to stay on top of the level, speed, and growth of the changing laws. Fitzpatrick Patrick told the Missouri Independent, that the audit is because cannabis is said to be a $1 billion industry in Missouri. He adds that the amendments that legalized it, quote, represent some of the most substantial changes we've seen to our state constitution in recent memory, quote. Well, there you go. Don't even mess with your state constitution because they'll come and get you. Missourians. Well, it looks like every, well, yeah, Darn near every state is has adopted some sort of uh, yes. marijuana, hemp, CBD program, process E, um, and that is exciting news. Because remember what we said when we first started, it was going to be like 10 to 20 years. Well, we're at the 12-year mark. So I think we were pretty much right. I think within that eight more years, eight more years seven and a half, 15 minutes, <laughs> 15 minutes. All right, folks, Um, again, if you want to get certified, come on down to Tumbleweeds Health Center.
0: Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweed's Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweed's Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweed's Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way.
1: That's right. You can give us a call at 520-838-443. You can also email THC Tucson at gmail.com. Come on down to 4826 East Friday, Boulevard. Get certified. Get on our website, com. Get on over to the certification section. Uh, Make an appointment or just walk on in or fill out our lovely telemedicine form. (laughs) And uh, we'll get you certified all right, folks, remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. Go smoke a bowl and put up a Halloween decoration. Woo! It's time. Ooh, Mike Myers theme song is coming soon. Happy Weeds Day Wednesday. 117 days till Christmas. Don't forget to buy your dealer a gift this year. Make it something you can put your weed in.